0: You are listening to The Lighter Side Show audio podcast with Jamie Butler, The Everyday Medium, produced by The Lighter Side Network. Visit and subscribe to TheLighterSideNetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes exploring wholeness living, energy work, trans-channeling, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Hey Lumineers, welcome back to part two. I'm your host, Jamie Butler, The Everyday Medium, and this is The Lighter Side Show podcast. We're here today with Marco Party. And we're continuing our conversation of why you should listen to Jamie. It gets good. Stay tuned. So when we look at religion and science, could we possibly boil it down to the non-rational and rational?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yes, exactly.
0: I, I just wanted to clarify that. That makes me swallow hard because when you hear the term non-rational, People, I think, will immediately check off the box that reads crazy. Oh, no. And oh, no. Right. It's yeah. not what you're conveying at all. No, but no. if people are just listening with light ears and, and skimming over things and really not doing the work and trying to connect and understand, they might go that route. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're clearly identifying that the categories we can place them in is science being rational. Mm-hmm which is could we say an a uh, proof or is that not cuz proof has a different set of circumstances correct
1: let's settle for evidence thank you because proof is a step beyond evidence
0: okay science has evidence religion
1: religion you can't do anything with it when someone says that's our god chose to bring him home okay um okay there's no evidence at the scene, <laughs> except what you think you're looking at.
0: But you're saying that this is really not the big conflict, the rational versus non-rational? It's more of who chooses to be in power?
1: Well, certainly, I, 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 I can't say we should separate the two. The, non, the non-rational approach uh, seeks to obtain and maintain power. The rational approach seeks to obtain and maintain power. So they're, they're both striving for the same thing.
0: I have so many questions, Marco. Then ask. Okay. I'm not a big fan of doing judgments. You know, what's good or what's bad. But the freaking language that I have right now is all just duality. It just separates it to... This is that, and that is other. So that immediately is separating them, just like we're doing with rational and Mm non-rational. So we have these two schools of thought. Can we identify them as like a a lifestyle in a way? Or no?
1: Oh, I suppose we can, yes. Uh, But I feel we probably should not try to uh, try, try to restrict them in the sense that a person can only be one right. or only the other.
0: That was my next question. Can they cohabitate together?
1: Oh, I, I think they can, but I, uh, that, that that that's a very difficult area to try to parse. As I said before, when addressing the concept of belief, I prefer to feel that I do not believe anything simply because, as I said earlier, I define belief as acceptance without proof, without evidence. Um, But at the same time, I recognize the, in, in, in formal critical thinking, the necessity of going ahead and accepting something for the sake of being able to construct a question which leads us on to the next aspect of that something.
0: Do you think that's why it's so important to understand these kinds of approaches, is so that you can be more of a neutral source to be able to collect the information or understand the experience that you're having?
1: Well, yes, and and again, uh, that that willingness to take that position is unfortunately what often distinguishes us in everyday life from so many other people. Let me give you a, a, a quick example of this. Uh, when I when I say we of necessity have to accept something in order to proceed to the next level of investigation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll be able to hear this, uh, but I'm going to do this. That was the sound of creation. We were just now created. Everything was just now created. You and I, the office we're sitting in, Hmm. the listeners who are listening to this show, if they still are, (laughs) (laughs) if they haven't shot themselves by now.
0: No, they
1: haven't. <laughs> In other words, that sound that you heard, you cannot prove that that was true. You cannot prove it was false. That was the sound of creation. You cannot prove it was true. P- oh, you can say, oh, but look at the fossils. Look at all the information we have on how old the universe is. Uh uh-uh. uh, those fossils were just now created with that sound. You cannot prove it's true, you cannot prove it's false.
0: Okay, why are you screwing with me like this? <laughs> what was the purpose of that?
1: To to establish the answer to your question a moment ago. Right. Can can we coexist in both worlds? In fact we can. In fact, of necessity we must. We have to be able to say at some point, Okay, I'm going to accept that yes. Okay. Um, The world is X many millions or billions or whatever years old. You see what I'm saying?
0: Yes. This can fall into a deep hole. So why do you think, from how you wanted to rename the podcast, why we should listen to Jamie? Why?
1: Well, my orientation to this is that, first of all, in all the years, and, and those years are many, um, that I've known you, I haven't once heard you make a mistake.
0: Come on. I'm
1: going to repeat that. Oh I have not once heard you make a mistake.
0: I'm blushing and flushing, but that's not a reason to listen to me because you haven't found one.
1: Well, uh, uh, must I add that you're <laughs> all so cute? <laughs>
0: He's not getting paid for this, people, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> he came here out of his own will.
1: <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. This free will thing opens another door. Oh, gosh. Do we want to go there?
0: <laughs> I triple dog dare you.
1: <laughs> Tri- triple dog?
0: Mm-hmm. That's oh. the ultimate in daring.
1: Okay, I had a vision of Cerberus, the dog who guards the gates of Hades. <laughs> Three heads. The three-headed the- dog. Right. Okay, well, it's a bit arcane, I'm sure.
0: No, it's not. It's still really relevant. You know, Harry Potter had him. Okay. Mhm. I I want to understand why you were putting mediumship or even the paranormal or the metaphysical elements in between the science and the religion. Like how does that play a part?
1: Actually, I think, and it's me speaking, not mm-hmm. not science or scientists. It's me speaking. I I think that that is a common denominator to both fields. They just don't see it.
0: That's it. That's what I wanted to understand. You think it's a common denominator?
1: Absolutely. Because what you are doing, let's let's push away all of the the. Feelings of spooky and woo-woo and, and uh, oh, all this kind of thing. I, I haven't yet seen any trumpets descend from the ceiling or uh, <laughs> anything fly by that, mm-hmm. that uh, I hadn't seen. Uh, when we dispense with all of that stuff, basically what you're doing is you are doing exactly what science does. You are, okay, you are taking the known and you are asking, what if?
0: That's mm-hmm. what
1: science does. Science doesn't ask, what is, uh. or just ask, what is. Science asks, what if? The most exciting sound in a scientific laboratory is not Eureka or I have found it. The most exciting sound in a scientific laboratory is, what the f? <laughs>
0: That was classic. I really wish we were filming this. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. A little shock and awe.
1: Yeah, because you found something new. When you when you have found what you're looking for, Eureka, I found what I'm looking for. Big deal. I go through that when I find my car keys. <laughs> we haven't advanced anything.
0: <laughs> That's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I... Love the clarity on the words there. That's enlightening.
1: Another question. Another perspective. Challenge.
0: You want me to ask more? Yes. In your opinion, would you say people who do similar work that I do are a bit of a bridge? They're bridging the rational and the non-rational?
1: Yes, yes. Yes, but I think at the same time, that one must be careful uh, in bridging to the non-rational to avoid circumstances in which the preponderance of their evidence, the preponderance of their uh, propositions weighs too heavily Mm. into the area that cannot be proven or disproven. It's It's at that point that people back off and say, Oh, yeah, well, you know. Nice story. Yeah. But again, when you and I've had this experience with with others who practice your art uh and your science, by the way. Um when someone presents to me what was something similar to what I mentioned a while ago about say my brother uh I, I was, I was told in 1972 or something like that, 1973, 72, I was presented with that, with that kind of information. Uh, and I I didn't even, I didn't even hear it. I mean, it didn't even, it, it didn't even register with me. Here's the woman sitting across from me in Casadega, Florida, <laughs> and telling me that she's talking to my grandmother. Well, I knew that my grandmother was alive and well in a nursing home. And, <laughs> and you know, and I, that just went right, right through me. And the woman looked at me and she could see that this guy's not getting it. And as soon as I arrived home, my wife greeted me in the driveway with my suitcase and said, your grandmother died while you were over in Casadega. Here's your suitcase. Be on your way. Wow. So that's what I mean by... Trying to venture into new territory, a territory that is new to many people, Mm -hmm. okay? It's certainly not new, obviously, but trying to venture into this territory, but avoid the trap of saying or, or, or relying upon that which cannot be proven or disproven.
0: Do you think by people adventuring into this field, whether it is experimental or versus studying or using it as a technique to heal, whether it's a need or not, do you think it can contribute to their quality of life being human?
1: Well, you know me and you've known me for a long time. Uh, When I hear terms like heal, I get, I get very, very, um, Disturbed
0: because really? I want to know
1: exactly what you mean. <laughs> I, I, I want them. Want to come around the desk and, and get by your heel. <laughs> Are you is, that, is that you're telling me heal? No. Heal?
0: <laughs> no, for them to obtain a state of mind, emotional or being that they feel is homeostasis or healthy to them, heal. Well, I <laughs> <laughs>
1: next you're going to tell me to sit. <laughs> Speak, Marco. (laughs) Uh, Here again, you're you're asking a a kind Mm -hmm. of an ambiguous question Mm -hmm. in as much as is this state of mind actually productive for the person uh, or is it deceiving the person into a false sense of confidence and security when in fact they should be seeking professional help? Right. That, that that's where I draw the line. You know, I, you can, you can certainly talk someone into feeling better that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily make them better.
0: Correct. Yes. No, I want the making of better, but what is good or bad? That's another hole, but the making of, do you think that this line of work, this mediumship, this energy, this metaphysical paranormal helps benefit that quality of life for people?
1: Yes, it does. Because for one thing, if nothing else, if nothing else, it opens the mind. It opens the mind. It stretches that framework.
0: I'm floored. Like, just drop the mic. I mean, we're done. Marco Pardi says that it opens the mind and that you stand behind it. Explore. Absolutely. You in my life are, and I say this with Absolute love. You challenge me the most out of anyone in my life. Because when I talk with you, I pay attention to my words more than any other conversation that I have, because I know that you hear them different. You define them authentically. You don't take them for the value at which they're being spouted. You don't assume that you know the root of why I'm using a word and you will stop me and you'll put your thumb on it just like you did with the word heal, with the word belief, you know, a perspective, lens, all these things. And I, I get so fired up in a good way about it. I miss talking to you. I hope we have you back on the podcast. He's nodding his head yes, everybody, if you were curious, if Jesse hasn't edited all this out because he's behind us going, okay, guys, wrap it up. We're like lovebirds on mics here. We don't want to stop talking. (laughs) Lumineers, if you are like me and you're challenged by how Marco is presenting his opinion, his insight, and his experience, and you love it as much as I do, read his blogs. Put the books down. Just read the blogs. It is enough to fulfill all of your needs. I know I'm speaking very general and I don't know what your needs are, but... I have found it extremely inspiring and you can find those blogs over at mparty.com. We have the spelling beneath the link. We have the link right there. Just go click on it. Take a gander. You did, um, one quote that I really liked. This was a little while ago. You wrote a piece called disturbing the peace and you quoted Robert B. Reich, 1995. There are two kinds of people. Those who don't know, And those who don't know, they don't know. Where do you lie, Lumineers? (laughs) Marco, thank you for being here. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for bearing Atlanta traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, you, Jamie. Any parting words for our listeners?
1: I hope that it's been productive.
0: He's nodding his head yes. Yes, it's been very productive. Lumineers, thank you for being here and thank you so much for lending us your ears today. Please, if you like anything that you've heard, follow through with it, write it down, reread it, mark it, go back and let it absorb into your energy. Let it be a part of who you are. And remember, it's not woo-woo, it's true-true. Bye Lumineers.
1: The ideas expressed by guests and channeled guests on The Lighter Side Show podcast are not necessarily Jamie's personal beliefs. Information received from The Lighter Side Show podcast is not to be used as a substitute for medical or psychological advice. For up-to-date info on Jamie, visit jamiebutlermedium.com
0: and subscribe to The Lighter Side Network, Lumineers. I'll see you there.
1: The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Made with love by Jesse in Atlanta.